Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we are so excited to be joined today by Keely and Danny, LGBTQ plus life coaches that help people live authentically and create healthy relationships. Hi, Keely and Danny. Welcome. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. Um, Just full disclosure, Keely is a client of mine or someone I've been working with and, you know, she introduced me obviously to her partner Danny and to the business that they have together and I was like oh this is just this is so relevant to our audience right now and just to the times we're in and so really excited to have you guys on and for us all to have a discussion uh, about what you do and um, before we go down that road though would love if you guys could both introduce yourselves and just talk a little bit about how you came to do what you're doing together. Yeah. Well, you want the full story? The full, the full story. Yeah. We've got time. Let's do it. So I'll have Danny start because yeah. she really is the one that started all of this. Um, and I just kind of jumped in and I've come along with her and we created it together. Uh, but go ahead and I'll let you take it. Let's away. see if I remember this because I tell this story <laughs> so many times. Um, but I'm Danny and I am so excited to be talking about this just because it's so emotional to be talking about the story of how we created our company, Coming Out Happy. But for so long growing up, I really struggled with who I was in all aspects of my life, from my sexuality to how it looked to every single part about myself. I literally hated every single part. I remember for so many years, I just wanted to be everyone else besides myself. I would do everything to act like everyone else, to talk like everybody else. And it ruined years of my life. And I was uh, dating people that treated me terribly. I was having friends that treated me terribly. And eventually I saw through having enough toxic relationships, I had had enough. And I was like, I will never be happy if I continue to go down this road. And eventually I was like, you deserve so much better. Why don't we get on this self-love track (laughs) and start to become whoever it is that I actually am? Because I was so sick of running away from myself in every way. And so I started on this journey. I started loving who I was, whatever that looked like to me at the time when I was really young. And I saw that through these different decisions that I was making, through actually being kind to myself and loving and making better decisions in my everyday life, that I began to see that there was such a need for speaking my truth, 
And that was something really new back in the day when I was like 20 years old. I started making videos about how I transformed my life and it transformed other people's lives. And I saw through just making a video, other people were so inspired by all of this. And so I started making more and more videos and I started making songs. I literally, I, I used to sing back in the day and I made a lot of songs. I made a song called Pride about uh, how I just loved coming out and being myself. And I wanted to share that with the world. And I saw through doing all of this, I was like, I really can help people through these different ways. And then I wrote my first book, uh, Coming Out Happy. And that was kind of like where it all started. And then I became a certified life coach. And then all of it kind of like came together. And I was like, I really like helping people. Like this feels really good through the struggles that I went through. And then I took a break for a little bit and I moved to California. I met Keely and then I felt the itch to do this again. And I was like, I feel like we can crush this again. So we started coming out happy again and it looked a little different this time. Um, and I'll let Keely kind of take over from there because that's when she kind of stepped in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love your story. It always just gets me so excited because I'm like, yes, that was it. It all started so long ago. Um, and this passion is just so strong for what we do. I just don't ever see it dying out. It's just deep in our souls. I feel like this is what we're here to do spiritually. I feel like this is just so impactful mm -hmm. and hopefully you can feel it through the screen um, how passionate we are. But Danny, so I have a little bit of a different story and I grew up in a really religious environment. And for those of those of you that grew up in a religious environment that maybe had this experience as well, love is a little bit conditional in those environments, especially when you're part of the LGBTQ plus community. And so for me, my view of my self-worth was completely shattered because I thought that I had to do all of these different things to just be loved, to be understood, to be accepted, to feel to feel worthy. And so my whole entire life, I became this people pleaser um, in every single area, which we kind of relate a little bit on that as well. And then it really showed up in my relationships. I became so codependent. Um, I was in a lot of relationships. I would jump from person to person because that's what made me feel worthy. And that's where I found my, my love, right? And we all, I think as humans, we desire and we crave this love. Um, and I realized that after after I was in a relationship, it was six months after I was in the most toxic relationship of my life uh, for four years, just emotionally exhausting and all of these different things um, that I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't want to keep finding my happiness in these people. I didn't want to keep fixing people. Um, and that's when I started trying to validate myself for the very first time. And it was uncomfortable and it was scary. Um, and I was just on this journey and I started working on myself in a whole new way. Uh, but shortly after that, I met Danny and I was still working on myself throughout this. I wasn't completely, uh, and I don't ever think that we'll be fully healed, but I wasn't, you know, I was still in that place of like, I just really want to understand who I was. And then I met her and she had been doing this on herself for years. And I thought what she was doing was just so aspirational. I loved how she had become this person all on her own. She recreated herself in such a way. Um, and that inspired me to continue the work. And I think just the, the love that we were able to create together because it was so honest and raw. And of course, before, before the business even started, it was always a relationship. <laughs> I think we always joke about that part because 
we really are, you know, we're, we're life partners and we're business partners and we're everything in between. Uh, she's my best friend. But when we came together, I think we just had this honest conversation that we really wanted to do things differently, differently than we've ever done before um, in our past relationships and create a solid foundation. And that was the conversation from the beginning. And it was so different from any other relationship that we both have ever had, because I don't know how many people talk about this. I think it needs to be talked about more often that if you come from toxic relationships, how big of a shock it is to go into an actual healthy relationship and just how strange it is. Um, But we really started working on our relationship and we started growing and learning about one another. And I remember when Danny got this itch again, she was like, I got to do this. I have to get back into this. She was working corporate at the time. She was like, I need to quit my job. And I was like, I have my job. So don't worry. I fully support you. Like, I got you. She didn't even know she was going to get herself into it. I was all that. I got you. You go chase your dreams. If you feel like I need, you're like, she was like, I need to quit my job right now. Mm -hmm. So I remember that day so vividly where she was crying. She was like, I'd have to do this. She walked downstairs. She called her boss and she was like, here's my two weeks. And I was like, here we go. So I remember fast forward to the last day of Uh her two weeks. And I came and saw her and she was so nervous. She had started the Instagram page already. She was creating all these different things that she had planned to do, which what we were doing back then was a little bit different. Um, And I went home and I just had this feeling. I felt like something was calling me. It was like, I didn't even know what she was trying to do. I just knew she was trying to inspire people. Um, and so I got on TikTok. I had my own personal TikTok, not coming out happy TikTok. And I made a video. And I remember what I said was so vague. I don't even know what it was. I had never even really made videos. You should have seen them. They were like pointing at the wall. They were pointing at the ground. I didn't know how to so make it was like TikTok. In the beginning of the pandemic when no one really knew how to use TikTok. So yes. we were all <laughs> you remember that. Um, and so I came home, I set up my phone and I started talking and I was like, Hello, everyone. My girlfriend, Danny, she's about to do something incredible for the LGBTQ plus community. So if you could go follow the Instagram account, I just wanted her to have like a little boost uh, as she was ending her last day and see what would happen. I really didn't think anyone would see it. Um, But in less than 24 hours, it was like over 100,000 people had saw the video and there was like 10,000 people on the Instagram and she was ending her last day of work. And she's like, I was so confused. What happened? (laughs) And then here I am sitting on our floor talking to the world. Um, And so that day, it just was like, I feel like this is so meant for us. I feel like this is something that you really are supposed to be doing. The universe is telling you, like, people want this. People need this. It is so important. Mm -hmm. And I actually... With a, a week later, probably in that time frame, a week later, I was offered a job um, to move to Arkansas. I don't want to move to Arkansas. Okay, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry if you live there, but I just didn't want to go back to uh, a place where I didn't feel super accepted because I was in the Midwest for a really, really long time, um, and I didn't feel comfortable there. And I think that's something as LGBTQ plus people we have to think about um, being authentic and you know wanting to embrace who we are. Um, but anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take this job. And I decided to quit, which was so nerve wracking. It wasn't as easy as just being like, I'm not going to take this. I was crying. I was a mess. Um, But she was like, we can do this together. And that's when we just started to really like no plan B, just 
cut all the ties and we just went all in on this one thing. And that's when it started to all unfold. So that's a little bit of how it all came together. That was a lot, but. Wow. No, I, I love that story. I think that's so sweet. (laughs) And I think it really exemplifies how when you have passion and an idea and I, I like to say, sometimes you just need one person that believes in you. You know, so that is a really good example of how, you know, Danny had doubt and then Keely believed in her and then vice versa, you know, so I love that so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I I agree. It's it's really beautiful to hear your story. Actually, I was I was seeing a lot of similarities in your story from to me and Ambrosia's relationship. We're not we're we're business partners, but very similar dynamics of like complimenting each other and pushing each other and supporting each other. And actually we were talking today about being in like having like a very healthy friendship, you know, and I, I totally, Mm -hmm. I I forget which one of you said it, but I totally know what you mean about being triggered from like, it's such an interesting dynamic to go into a very healthy relationship after being in so many toxic relationships. So it's really beautiful that you very weird, very (laughs) weird. Yeah. So so beautiful that you both came together personally and professionally. And so tell us more about what do you do specifically now? Like, who do you work with? How do you work with them? How? Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. So and I think even from when we started, what we do is so different. At first, we thought it was so important to create community for LGBTQ plus people, which definitely is important. No doubt about that. Um, But what we realized is we kind of created this club almost, and it was like all of these events that we were doing. Um, And we really wanted to help people on a spiritual level. We wanted to help people actually transform who they are and take everything that we learned ourselves about unlearning. It's a lot of unlearning what we teach people now. It's our, um, we do all of this through our signature program. It's called Pride Amplified. And basically we take people through this six month, six month journey of, Hey, this is where you are right now of you've been who everyone else wanted you to be. You've been in these unhealthy relationships and it's time to unlearn everything that you thought you should be and everything that you've been told to be and actually step into who you want to be so that you can live authentically. You can start to love wholeheartedly in every area and also take that and impact the world, right? So there's just this three layer thing that we do with them. And I think when they are ready, because I think there's a certain kind of person that we work with that has gone through those similar things and they're they're willing. That's like the most important thing. They're willing to take this leap because this is this work that we do is the most uncomfortable work, right? We've been there ourselves. It's hard to go through this. And I'm sure both of you know as well, being in this world that doing the deep work and actually healing yourself and taking a leap and maybe losing people because you do unlearn and you do set boundaries and you do all these things is hard. So we're taking them through that entire journey so that they can just truly be themselves finally because they've waited too long. Mm. You're rewilding people. I love that so much. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's really nice to see by the end of them working with us, just how much, how much they're impacting the people in their lives as well. And how much they're just changing every part of their life. Like, they come in settling for less than they deserve. Like a lot of the time they come to us with all of these different things and relationships. And they're like, I don't know how I skipped over that many red flags. I don't know why I stayed for so long. And through working 
working with us, they just see that they're not accepting anyone that comes their way. And they're like really making decisions that help them create the life that they want and create the relationships that actually feel really good to them. And it's just, it's so nice to see. But I think what's so interesting about this work is that when you start to actually love who you are, you start to look at your life and you go, what are all these things that I've created that maybe were never for me? And I think that right there is one of the things that is so important because we see people uproot their whole lives when they finish this. I've had people sell their homes that they've lived in for 30 years. I've had people quit their jobs um, and go and try to do something completely different. Just all of these things because so many people have told us who to be and it's time to, to live for them and to be happy and they're choosing their happiness and it's worth fighting for. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Why do you think people choose the happiness of other over the happiness of ourselves? I think that's a great question. I, and, and from my personal experience, it could be different for each person, but from my experience, it's so much more comfortable. It's so much easier to not speak up. It's so much easier to keep the people close to you and not lose people because you're bold and you're standing up for what you believe. And a lot of what we talk about, and like you said, it's really different for everyone, but a lot of us grew up not feeling accepted growing up. And I want to throw in that yeah. statistic there because I think this is really interesting and makes so much sense for why um, it, it is the way it is. But 68% of LGBTQ plus people are not accepted growing up. And so it makes sense. And there's no wonder why they feel like they need to conform into this person that and it's like a it's almost like a mask like i used to tell myself all the time i feel like i'm living this double life like i'm taking off the mask and putting on the mask and it's all just for <laughs> to 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 fit in and i think as humans and we to be want loved to be and accepted loved. and all yeah. yeah all you want is that love and acceptance but it comes with the price of abandoning yourself and abandoning everything that makes you happy because you just want love and it's, it makes sense and it's totally okay. But I think the more that we can help them dive into their struggles and what it is that they actually want, they see that they don't need to abandon themselves anymore to create that love. It's just what they thought they needed to do yeah. back in the day to survive. And that's mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. Go ahead, Amy. I was going to say, I would love to know your thoughts. I think those are excellent points. I would love to know your thoughts on like, society as a whole, because society as a whole is really geared towards um, hetero relationships. And it's also really geared towards this idea of like a savior complex. It's mm -hmm. geared towards this idea of someone's going to save you from your life. And if you're a woman, it's going to be a man. Yeah. So I'd love to know your thoughts on that. I, I think that's really interesting because obviously for us, there is no man that's coming into our lives. <laughs> so I think for us, it's understanding that there's no one that's going to take care of us the way that we can take care of ourselves. And I think uh, the way that you were saying, society taught us to be a certain way and to look for certain people, but we literally need to erase, uh, not erase, but unlearn all of these different things that we thought would help us be successful and help us find love and happiness and figure out what it means to actually create a life that we want. I feel like society really teaches us that we find like we're happy. We're only happy when we're in a relationship with someone and that they can fix us and they can heal us through everything. And I just, 
I don't think, I think people definitely can help us, like guide us to these different places, but ultimately it's up to ourselves to do that. And I think it's the responsibility that we need to take inside of ourselves to create that life that we want. Yeah. Because there is no man that's coming to save us. <laughs> well, there's no, like, no one's coming to save you, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, doesn't matter how you identify gender wise, but it's definitely like this, Alexa and I were just talking about this this morning is like, this idea of waiting for someone to come fix my life or save me yeah. is total bullshit. Like no one is going to come save you. Yeah. So or, or that's why I thought even I the something else we were talking about this morning is like how interesting is it that like we so romanticize this idea that like maybe one day someone will come and take away all my pain and stand up for me and hold me and keep me safe and all of this, which w- has been romanticized, I think, through like movies and stories and, and Disney. all of that. Yeah, Disney and all that. But it's interesting how, like, but we don't romanticize this idea, which is almost even cooler that, like, okay, you were little and you didn't have who you needed back then, but then you grew up and became that person. And actually now you have everything you need to give that to yourself and to save yourself and hold yourself and and do all those things, you know, in addition to with other people. But, like, you have that capability now, but we don't romanticize that or we don't think that's cool. We are taught to, like, be like, well, that doesn't mean anything. I want someone else to do it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it's less about finding the one. Like people ask that question yeah. all the time. Like we get so many messages in our DMs. And it's the one of the questions that we get so often is, how do I know if I found the one? How do I know? But maybe the one is ourselves. Maybe yes. the one yeah. is with us all along. And of it's like course, the matrix. Yeah. Right. Like, of course, like I think Danny made me better in so many ways, but I needed to be whole on my own and she needed to be whole on her own so we could come together. Mm -hmm. We're not just halves of one another. And how many times have we heard that? Like, I can't wait to find my other half. There's no such thing as the other half. Waiting on this like empty dream that they'll like heal something. And it just, it doesn't happen like that. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of what we talk about is that like, I did a lot of work on my own. So I was actually not fully prepared, but like, because I don't think you're ever fully prepared for any relationship that comes your way, but you can be as prepared as you need to, because you know how to handle the relationships around you. it takes doing the inner work to be able to have these relationships. If you're just uh, unwilling to heal yourself and unwilling to try you can't expect anyone else to do the work for you. That just doesn't happen. We talk about that a lot though. Like this is something we just wrapped up our three-day workshop on healthy queer relationships. And I share, and I get really vulnerable about when I came into the relationship with Danny, I really was still depending on her for my happiness. Like I understood and I had the awareness of, okay, I know that I don't want to do this again, but I wasn't fully there yet where I was like, I don't need to do that. Um, And I did let a lot of my insecurities in the beginning uh, affect our relationship. And on her side, I know it affected her greatly, you know, and she felt that from me because she wasn't there to fix me all along. So I think the question, I mean, that's just, it leads into so many more things, but that was a great question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that. I, I love what you're talking about is like fine. And what I was mentioning there is like, it just reminds me of the the plot of the matrix where it's like, you know, Neo like is, I haven't even seen the movie all the way through, but I just know that at the you end, haven't it's seen like the matrix all the way through. I, I, I don't know. It was a long time. Just to get off me. 
<laughs> um, but I know one of the themes is that like at the end, he's looking for the one or everyone's talking about the one and then it realizes like he's the one. He's the one. Everyone is the one. You're all your one. And I like what you're talking about, about being that whole per- whole people coming together because when you're two whole people coming together, it's like, what can happen? You know, so much growth and beauty and like the, everything you two are creating, like you, you're, you're a perfect kind of demonstration of this. And, um, you know, I'm curious, what is, what else is something that might get in the way of someone, <sighs> this is something Ambrosia and I were talking about this morning as well, is like, why do we feel like one, our one isn't enough or, or like we are not like enough. ourselves isn't enough. Ourselves yeah. isn't enough. Yeah. Why, what gets in the way of that? And what are some strategies or some tools that you guys like to use with your clients in order to um, help them connect more with themselves as the one? And can I add to this really quick before you answer? I, so I'm a psychic medium and I do so many readings for particularly women. And what I've noticed is that I will do a reading for a woman and she's so powerful and so strong and so amazing. And her questions are, where is my soulmate? Or her questions are, where is my person? Why is this relationship not working? And what I do that too, right? And I'm so powerful and so strong. And so I guess my, my question to add on top of that is, why do you think, or what are your thoughts? What have you seen as far as like looking outside of ourselves for the answers as compared to really depending upon ourselves? Like, why is that not valued? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. You want to, do you want me to go? Yeah. Let's let's hear it. Um, (laughs) I, I personally think there's so much pressure from the world and the pressure that the world puts on us that we should have someone or we should be doing this or we should have it all figured out by this age whatever it is there's so many pressures and we see it all the time and i don't think it's until the very first time you fully experience what it's like to just be completely at peace with yourself and on your own and in such a way where you could hold yourself and you could be there for yourself to truly know that you are so connected. And this is going to go a little bit deeper spiritually, but like you are so connected to so many more things that are in a higher realm that it is beyond what is just outside of you. Like you are connected to so many things and you have it all here. And I think it's just that, deeper realization that it's there. I don't even know how else to explain that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think about the spiritual this, experience. Yeah. It's, it's the spiritual experience. And I never understood that as someone coming from a totally different background. And I think a lot of the ways and beliefs and ways we grow up and the ways of being prevent us from even getting there because we mm-hmm. can't feel the connection that is so much greater than us. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And I wanted to add on to that. I feel like a lot of our clients go through this trial and error period of like trying to figure out if this external love is going to be as fulfilling as the one inside of themselves Mm -hmm. and through going through it, because some of them get into relationships when they're uh, in our programs and they see that it's not what they thought 
it was going to be and it wasn't going to be enough. It wasn't going to fix everything that they thought. And they really see through that firsthand experience that it's not going to do the same thing as healing themselves and through giving them um, all of that truth that they needed to see inside of themselves first and need to continue working on. We all have to learn it, I think, in our own experience. And sometimes it's learning it the hard way, actually going through it enough times instead of just reading it in a book or hearing us say it. Like they literally need to experience it themselves because I think a lot of people really feel like that's their end goal. That's the only thing that will make them happy. But until they see firsthand that it's just not enough to be all of the happiness in the world. Like Mm -hmm. I really didn't realize before I met Keely that like, it's just not everything. It's beautiful. Love is so amazing. And back in the day when I was going through this, I was like, I can't wait to find my person because that (laughs) is it. That will be the end of everything. And then you realize while it's so beautiful to have love, there's so much inside of myself that I need to continue working on. And that that is the ultimate fulfillment for me, at least not through being in a relationship with her, even though it's so fun. I love having her, yeah. but it's not, it's not everything that, that I need. And I think that's mm. important. Yeah. 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 I'd really like to know, I think those are really good points. I'd really like to know your viewpoint on social media and how that affects like our relationships, how that affects coming out, how that affects our whole world. Because what I'm, I'm thinking about as you talk about this is, oh my gosh, you two look so happy and a little jealousy comes up, right? And then I start to think of like, you're only seeing one aspect of their relationship, right? Yeah. And then that spiraled into a thought of like highlight reels on everybody's social media platforms. Yeah. So I'd like to know how you guys uh, talk about that and how you, if you talk about that in your group and how you help people with that. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we definitely talk about yeah. this. distractions. Well, I think there's two sides to social media because on one hand, Going on TikTok for people, especially who a lot of who we help are people who are coming out later in life through them, seeing that there are more people like them and that they're not alone. We have seen so many more people come out just in the last year and a half um, through seeing these other people and through getting inspired that love is possible for them and happiness is possible for them. But of course, on the other side of that, there is a lot of comparison. Like, why am I not there yet? Why am I still doing all that? And Mm -hmm. what we talk about with them is focusing on their own life because it's so easy to get caught up in everything that you don't have. But if you're still caught up in what everyone else is doing, you're not focusing on the life that you're creating. And then it just leads to you looking everywhere else besides yourself. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. you want to say on that? No, I, it's just, there's so many things. I mean, we hear it all the time about the comparison of why couldn't I have figured this out so- sooner or they're so experienced and I have no experience um, dating women or whatever it is. And there's so many things that will come up. And it's just a matter of understanding that in this life, we are all on our own specific journeys. And at this time, because I truly believe this, there are things that I understand now that I could have never understood two years ago because I just didn't have the capacity to do so. But I think as we grow and we have this awareness and we expand ourselves and we evolve, 
we are open to learn these new lessons. And that's where they're at in their journey. And I think that is the most beautiful thing about each person is that we're not all coming out at the same time. We're not all getting into a relationship at the same time. It's different. And maybe you had a couple relationships before. Maybe you had no relationships before. And that's okay. And wherever you are, you're valid. And I'll just mention this too. If you're still, you know, working on figuring out what it means to you to be comfortable in your LGBTQ plus identity. And you're like, I see all these people out and I feel like I need to be out. You don't, you don't need, it doesn't make you any less valid wherever you are in your journey. You're valid regardless. And I want to mention that too, because I know it's, it's so hard for all, for everyone. So. Yeah. Two sides to it. (laughs) Totally. I love that. And I think a couple things that come up on that is one, Keely, when you're talking about like the comparison and everybody's on their own unique journey, you know, I think about how if you, if, if you are looking at someone comparing yourself to them, if you were to share about where you are, there would in undoubtedly be somebody looking at you wishing they were where you are, right? Like there's mm-hmm. everybody, it's all relative and we're all at different, and you know, it's all relative even for you. Like when you were younger, you wanted to be older. When you were older, you wanted to be younger. Like it, it's, we're always in wanting something, right? And Amby and I were talking about this this morning about, you know, going back. We had a real to, good conversation this morning. Yeah, Keep we going. did. We were Keep like, going. damn, that should have been a podcast. Um, but we were talking about how, you know, going back to, oh, if I just get this person, if I just have this relationship, then everything will be better. It's the same thing with like, oh, if I just get uh, this injection, if I just get this mm-hmm. piece of clothing, this if house. I just get this house, if I just, if I just, if I just. And it's so exhausting, this whole um, program of like, I just need this one thing outside of me and then I'm going to be good. And it's like, why are we so unwilling to just be where we are? And and as you said, the double-sided thing, that's how I see each moment that we're in, right? In each moment, we have the, um, we have the opportunity to say, okay, I'm either a victim of this thing that makes me different, right? Or I am like the queen of this moment because I am unique in this thing, right? It's either like I'm I'm left out because I'm different or I'm awesome because I'm unique. It's 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 our opportunity to choose that perspective. Um and that's it. That was my soapbox. I was going to say something that like I know we've talked about before because I definitely struggle with just not enjoying where I'm at. Like it's like, okay, well what's the next thing? Well, what about this? What about this? All of these what about, you know, what's coming up? But you said something to me that like really stuck with me. And it's that if you're not enjoying where you are right now, what makes you think you're going to enjoy it when you get there? (laughs) And I was like, damn, okay. I guess I'll think about that one. (laughs) Wow. That's really good advice. Holy crap. Well, and if you, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that that resonated with you. And, and I think that is, this is such an important thing for us all to constantly ask ourselves because that is the truth. It's not, I think, again, it's that deception of, oh, in the future, I'll think differently. No, you're going to think the exact Mm -hmm. same way that you're thinking now, if you don't do something to change the way you're thinking, right? So you'll just be yourself in the future with the car or whatever, still not enjoying it, still not liking your life. A race so, for you know what are which, we racing for exactly what are we racing for and like it's this idea of wow that was a good 
That's a good one. Alexa. Good job. But like, it's this idea of like, okay, we hit the goal, yeah. but then we don't even celebrate ourselves mm-hmm. because now it's the next goal. Now it's the next thing. Mm-hmm. So that's really, that's really interesting too. Yeah. I do want to say, um, this is so cool. One of our really long time listeners is watching this on Facebook and said, oh, yay. I love these two. I was in their program. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Sammy, Sammy Jean, who is, um, yeah, that's amazing. She's been to our retreats. Um, she's just been such a longtime supporter of us. She's amazing. Love how these two worlds are colliding. That's so beautiful. Oh, that's That's so amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Speaking of that, um, since that was such a beautiful little testimonial for you guys, how, you know, for people listening who are like, okay, I need this or I need to work with you guys or this is something that I need to work on, how can they work with you? How can they get in your programs? Tell us. Definitely. So definitely head over to our Instagram at Coming Out Happy. And if you want to follow us on TikTok too, um, Coming Out Happy team. And we are really right now, our main focus is Pride Amplified, our signature program, where we take you through that six-month journey of uncovering who you are, uh, letting go and unlearning all of who you thought you should be uh, so that you can truly live authentically and create these healthy relationships, really love wholeheartedly. Um, So that is what we're doing right now. You can check it out on with the link in our bio, or you can go to comingouthappy.com and learn a little bit more there. Uh, But there's lots of free resources as well. We have different workshops that you can check out. We have our podcast, which is on a little pause right now. We have like 50 episodes that you can definitely listen to. Uh, what else? Am I missing anything? I, yeah, I think that's it. We have a lot of resources just to check out and yeah. be a part of. We're and, always we're always there. And definitely come over to Instagram at Coming Out Happy. So. Love it. Love awesome. it. Everybody go follow Keely and Danny coming out happy. If you um, missed any of those links, they're going to be in the audio version of our show notes of this podcast in the show notes. So just click in the show notes and you should be able to link right to them. And uh, Keely and Danny, any other thing that you feel called to share before we wrap up? I guess I would just say wherever you are in your journey, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and just trust the process and trust the voice inside of you um, to just know that you're valid wherever you are. So beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you both for being here. Truly. It was such a pleasure to have you and uh, hope to have you again sometime. Yes. yes. You both are wonderful. I can feel your light energies. Aww. Thank, oh, you. thank you. You guys are wonderful too. <laughs> you too. Also, a uh, comment on Facebook just to end on. Judy said, ladies like you make it so my girls can grow confident in their bodies and preferences. Thank you. Oh, so sweet. I love that. <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you so much for watching on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.